I'm Tara McMullen, and this is What Works, the show that explores how to navigate the 21st century economy without losing your humanity. This is the fourth edition of This Is Not Advice, an advice column that, well, doesn't offer any advice exclusively for paid subscribers of What Works. This is a sample of today's installment. If you'd like to read or listen to the full piece, go to whatworks.fyi and subscribe for just $7 per month. You'll get two editions of This Is Not Advice each month, the opportunity to write in with your questions, plus other surprises along the way. And most importantly, to me anyway, you'll support the work that I do. Each episode and essay I publish represents anywhere from 10 to 40 hours of writing, research, and editing. Your subscription helps ensure that I have the time to bring you new ideas and analysis on the future of work, culture, and business. Now let's get to it. Today's question comes from a Brazilian living in the U.S., working as a contractor at a tech company. They gave me a bunch of really interesting questions to think about, but this one gives me an opportunity to share something I've been kind of working through quite a bit, but haven't gotten the chance to write about much. They write, as a foreigner, how much should I adapt myself to fit the culture? It feels like tons of storytelling and not so much story doing. Now, I love this question because I am in no way qualified to weigh in on this as an American who has always lived in the U.S. And at the same time, I am intimately familiar with the contours of figuring out how to exist in a culture that often doesn't make sense to me. Jim Sinclair, an autism rights activist, wrote a deeply moving essay titled Don't Mourn For Us that I highly recommend everyone reads. There are a couple of lines in it that really nail my experience of autistic life and kind of tie into the question that we're thinking about today. They write, it takes more work to communicate with someone whose native language isn't the same as yours. And autism goes deeper than language and culture. Autistic people are foreigners in any society. Here, Sinclair is not proposing a sort of travel guide for autistic people. They don't present a set of tips for adapting to non-autistic culture. In fact, they're not addressing autistic people at all. Sinclair is writing for non-autistic people, specifically parents who respond to their child's autism diagnosis with a sense of loss and grief. Instead of pushing for the things your expectations tell you are normal, Sinclair suggests, approach respectfully, without preconceptions, and with openness to learning new things, and you'll find a world you could have never imagined. Sinclair concedes that connecting with an autistic person takes more work than connecting with a non-autistic person. But they also point out that they're only really asking for the same kind of effort that autistic people put in every day. Non-autistic people can relate and communicate with us, quote, unless non-autistic people are far more limited than we are in their capacity to relate. I freaking love that line. Sinclair continues, 
each of us who does learn to talk to you, each of us who manages to function at all in your society, each of us who manages to reach out and make a connection with you is operating in alien territory, making contact with alien beings. We spend our entire lives doing this. And then you tell us that we can't relate. What I'm trying to say here is that someone who wasn't born in the United States is already putting in a great deal of work to navigate life here. On a daily basis, they're filtering the cultural instincts they've picked up over a lifetime through the very habitual perception of Americans. Then layer in work culture, and there's even more effort required. It's similar to the kind of work that people of color, disabled people, queer people, chronically ill people, fat people, and people who belong to all manner of marginalized groups do every day. It's what many people don't get about diversity, equity, and inclusion efforts at work. DEI isn't only about making different people feel comfortable and included. It's also about helping people from the dominant culture shoulder a bit more of the cognitive burden. Because otherwise, how can we fully contribute if we're also straining to translate ourselves to make it easier for people from the dominant culture? 